welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We're your hosts, Stephen and Kyle, and we are back face to face, which Finally. is dope. Yeah, goodbye to Skype for now. For now, we're both Rona free since two thousand and three. I like the the <laughs> wordplay. I, I got nothing. I can respect that. But I am definitely excited to be doing this semi face to face again because I was not digging the Skype. No, it works, but. It throws us off our game. Yeah, there's just it's just lacking something. So kudos to any of you podcasters out there doing this thing coast to coast and going through different forms of communication because that is a rough one to do. Yeah, it definitely sucks. Definitely sucks. Yeah. Um, Kyle's got a dope-ass show put together for your ear pleasure. But before that, we are going to get through the business. So check us out at our, all our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Search up the Hollow Sky Podcast. Come over and hang out with us, share memes, subscribe to us on YouTube. It's pretty much just the podcast, only via YouTube. But still, come over, hang out. Yeah, I mean, if you can't, if you don't listen to us anywhere but YouTube, it, it works out for you. Yeah, but, it's perfect. You know. We do what we can, but there will be, there will possibly be some pretty fucking sweet things coming to YouTube in the near future from us, so. Yeah, we might go ghost hunting or Bigfoot hunting. Yeah, and we got a submission that could prove to be very, 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 very interesting. So, you know. Could be some cool times down the YouTube road. We'll let you know. Yeah, come over and share some scary stories with us. Please. Speaking of scary stories, and by scary stories, I mean scary experiences, Kyle's going to tell you how to do that. You can call if us. If he remembers. I, I was just <laughs> thinking that, like, fuck, I don't even know if uh, I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> you can call us at one eight seven seven eight zero zero hollow or you can use the little voice memo app on your smartphone there, unless you got a flip phone, then I don't know what to tell you. But use it to whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. You can record yourself on your smartphone, shoot it over to the email, which is hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. Speaking of listening to the podcast on podcast apps, if you're listening to the Apple, let's whoa, listening to us through your Apple or iTunes app, feel free to hop on over there and leave us a rating and review. If you leave us a five star rating with a review attached, we will gladly shout you out. Our five-star rating and review is brought to you us this week by, uh, wow, Hemoflimojuku. Nailed it. Yeah. If you if that's you, you know I meant well. Anyway, five stars. It says, high quality, great info, very unique. Love my coworker for sharing with me. 10 of 10 would recommend alien emoji. Well, 10 of 10, we recommend you, Hemoflimojuku. but for real thanks for taking the time to hop over there and shout us out it absolutely it's not only is it awesome seeing it it kind of i believe helps us push our way kind of through all the podcasts of itunes and whatnot yeah and uh i just want to state like we've got a couple emails and submissions here lately like this one where it says you guys are awesome and completely unique and yada 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 and me and steve were just talking about this are you guys listening to the same podcast we are <laughs> we're just two dudes talking about weird shit. oh man it's it's mind-blowing i like, say the f word a lot yeah like we got a we got some stuff that 
some emails and shit that like I that's the the question I ask myself. I'm like, are, are you guys sure that we fit your criteria? <laughs> it's kind of humbling that for sure, absolutely. I, I either way, we are both utterly appreciative of everything that you guys have been doing. Still giving us an hour or whatever out of your days. It's just awesome. It's and it's weird. It's just weird for us. We were talking about that. <laughs> yeah, and we hope to bring a little bit of I say normalcy, but we're a podcast about weird shit. But yeah. uh, the whole world's weird right now, so maybe we are the normal aspect of it. We just hope to give you some peace of mind in the midst of everything that's going on. So enough about that. <laughs> Keep those coming. We are going to get into our listener submission submission of the day. But first, it's 1030 at night, and we're getting ready to go on a binge, so i got to do this. That's not a beer. That's a monster. It is a monster. So if Monster wants to sponsor us and give me free monsters, that'd be dope. We will both have heart attacks within a week. That's what we're going for. (laughs) Okay, our first, or wow, listener submission of the day. It is anonymous, and it's one kind of close to home here. So I'm going to read it. It's in the Jersey Triangle. Yeah, that's no shit. I've been listening to your podcast for a month now, and it's all I listen to on my way to work. I've been debating on sending this in and telling my story. I figure I can hopefully get your opinion on it. June 22nd of last year, I was getting home from work at around 1230 a.m. I got out of my car and got into the trunk to get my lunchbox. When I began to head into the house, I heard footsteps. I got a cold chill down my body and I instantly froze. In the corner of my eye, I saw a figure. I couldn't make it out because it was dark and it was on the other side of my car. It just stood there. It seemed to me like five or ten minutes when... By then, it stepped forward again and made a grunt noise. It wasn't like anything I had ever heard before. I'm an avid deer hunter, and a butt grunt is the closest thing I can compare it to. I hurried into my house and locked the door. I was messaging my brother about it and decided I'd better wake my wife to tell her. My house has camera on it, and one of them is on my driveway. In the camera, we could see something moving, but it was at the edge of the range of the camera. I took my phone out and recorded whatever it was moving and zoomed in frame after frame. It was definitely an alien. I finally got a good image of what it was, and I will attach it to this email. Next day, my wife watches how I reacted to the alien in the driveway. I didn't hurry into the house like I thought I did. In fact, I walked slower than normal. On top of that, I wasn't out there froze for five or ten minutes. I was only out there for 30 seconds or so. It seemed like a lot longer than that. I'd send the whole clip... Uh, but I'm in it, and I'll just send the, the screenshot for the clearest image I can get. I lighten the image a little bit to make it more clear. It's still grainy because it was on the security camera. Thank you. Please tell me what you think. That is... I don't even know. It's creepy as fuck to start Hell out Hell yeah. Right up Kyle's alley. Hell yeah. Now, my favorite part of this story is how you tell the story, and then you use... The, the exact line, it was definitely an alien. You like, there's no like he has no doubt. No, he's like fuck this. That was an alien. And now I did talk to the guy a little bit, and he did send me a video clip. But that's for our eyes only, and we are going to respect his wishes. Yeah, he wishes to remain anonymous. Yes, so we will and keep I hundred percent respect that. Now, if I had the original video. I was going to try to lighten it to maybe at least get an outline of what was there 
but he sent me a recording, a phone recording of the actual video. And I wasn't really able to do much with that. But me and Steve, Steve both watched the video. And to us, you can clearly see that something is there. I can't really make out what is there. I'm not discrediting you in any way, shape, or form. But you can, you can clearly tell that there's something there in the direction you said there was something. Yeah, on the opposite side of the car, and it's moving. You can yes. see it move in the frames. Absolutely. It, and I mean... The color, the coloration of it is is not a deer. No, no, you know no, what I no. Mean? It's it's weird, man. And the the way that he perceived it compared to the way that the camera captured it, right? Like he, because he said that he thought he was out there five to ten minutes, but in the camera he was only there for thirty seconds. And based on the camera, he wasn't even like worried about what was going on yeah he just kind of moseyed into the house where in his brain he was there like staring at it like holy shit yeah like this is this is scary which it's almost it's almost sort of a reverse loss of time you know what i mean yeah for sure like when losing time he has extra time almost right which is bizarre it's it's almost like uh, extraterrestrials can manipulate time any way they want. It's definitely in your brain. It's definitely strange. It just gave me goosebumps when I think about it. You know, because I don't know. Like you're saying, it was almost like he was in a different place for a minute because he perceived himself sitting there for ten or fifteen minutes or whatever it was. In all reality, he didn't. Like he went. It was. I don't know. Like it's hard to explain to get it out of my head. But yeah, how fucked? How how fucked up would that be? If you're standing out there and you see something that you cannot imagine, like you're you're trying to wrap your brain around it, and you're standing there for what you think is ten minutes, like like ten minutes is a significant chunk of time, right? Like you can differentiate ten minutes from thirty seconds, and you're standing there just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, and then you get in, you're like, let's check the security camera, and there's not ten minutes of security camera on. No, there. there's thirty seconds of you just getting your lunchbox, glancing over at the side of the car. And just moseying in like nothing happened. Yeah, it almost—it's almost like maybe something was about to happen. Like maybe it was about to pull its bullshit. And I mean, this is kind of me spitballing, but maybe it then perceived the camera that was there and was like, like, "Well, fuck, yeah, fuck, wait a minute." Yeah, it is. It's a possibility. It's a—it's a fucked up story, man. Also, have you had any other kind, like, I know we ask this all the time, but it's kind of significant. Have you had any other weird occurrences out there at your your house? Have you seen any weird lights in the sky? Have you heard any weird sounds, you know? Weird dreams. Yeah, weird dreams, loss of time. Especially- Have you been driving home and it takes you 30 extra minutes and you don't know where that 30 minutes went to? Yeah, especially, and I, I, I referenced the weird dreams, especially before this case, because I could see how- the strange dreams could start afterwards and maybe this was the start of it but i've i've heard cases where whenever these beings take interest in you weird dreams start to happen weird things start to happen like they they don't just fuck with you one time like once they take an interest in you they are interested in yeah, you like and they stay theirs. interested in you so I'm not trying to freak you out. It's just something that I, I stumbled across. You know, I was listening to a guy talk about this shit not too long ago, and he was actually from the Godfrey area. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, 
and he dude he has some outlandish claims, but they're all it's awesome. He talks about we gotta try to get him on. Yeah, that would be that'd be sweet because he talks about Godfrey UFO guy. If you're listening, hit us up. Yeah, dog. You're on Tony Merkel's show, The Confessionals. Shout out to The Confessionals. Check and them you, out. Uh, we're talking about alien human hybrids and how oh that went a different some direction. of them are your kids and all this crazy shit. It's fucked up, but it was what? a cool story. Yeah, it was a, it was an awesome story. But you know, back to your story, dude. It's fucked up, and I mean, I believe you because I've had strange shit like that happen to me. Not that up. Well, I guess yeah, I have. But I know what you, I know what you mean when you say it was definitely an alien. I know what you mean. And he, like, he has basically, essentially video evidence. Yeah. It's just that, it, I mean, it's all in perspective, you know what I mean? Right. Like I said, I'd love to get a hold of the actual security camera file to see if maybe we could run it through some video software and brighten up the contrast enough to at least get an outline of what was there. And I'm if, curious, if like... If it's possible or not, I don't know, but... Do you live, like, in, uh, like, kind of out of town? Do you live in town, you know? Well, not to get specific, I did conversate with him about this a little bit, and he doesn't live far from where I had all my experiences. That is such a hot spot out it's there. It's fucking like, weird, I it's, man. I think, I think if we just went out there and just did an overnight. Oh, we'd probably see something. Creepy shit. Like, if we stayed at your parents' house, if we stayed yeah. at Sarah's parents' house. It's all in that same triangle. It's fucking weird, man. Not that I want that to happen, but if we did. It's like you don't, but you do. You know what I mean? Some confirmation. Well, that, and and I was thinking about this the other day, like, you want the story. You don't want the experience. I don't know if I want either. I mean, the stories are dope. It just depends on what context. (laughs) Stories are dope when I'm telling them about other people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're 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 not lying, and I but I and I you know with my stories, my personal experiences. I remember being scared as fuck, dude. I shit you not. Like this, this is a a a big fear of mine. His entire encounter right here. Sometimes like I get up and I leave for work early early as balls, and I walk out and it is pitch black dark. Yeah, and in my brain I'm like, there's something on the other side of the car, dude. There's something I, on the other side of the car. Saying. I know there is. It's just gonna. It's it's there. So I, I'll just, like, sprint to my car, yep. and I'll have it unlocked, ready to go, and I'll jump in and lock the door. And you ever just look in your back seat or your rearview mirror, just yeah. waiting for something to be there? Yeah, an alien is what it is. Surprise, motherfucker. Oh, I, would, I would drive my car through my garage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet you didn't expect that, alien. He'd be like, well, this guy's crazy. I'm going home. Yeah. Now we're in a motor vehicle accident. <laughs> and it's your fault. You got to call the insurance. So, Anonymous from Jerseyville, thank you so much for sharing your Absolutely. story with us. Uh, if you can answer any of those questions we shot your way, please feel free to email us back. Hit us up. Uh, I'm just curious if there's any other encounters you ha- have had that kind of tie themselves into this one. Because it is bizarre. It is weird, man. Hopefully they leave you alone, but yeah, time will tell. Just tell them to fuck off. F off. See ya. Frig off. <laughs> All right, with that, Kyle has put together an interesting little tidbit for tonight's episode. Today's episode, Monday's episode, whenever this comes out. 
Yep, it'll be Monday. Take it away, Kyle. All right. So, the other day, me and Steve were talking about topics and shit, and he tells me about this case, and it was dubbed the Toxic Lady. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Which I'm going to Google right now. So, he briefly goes into it with me, and we kind of swept it under the rug uh, as a week or two ago or whatever last time we recorded, but... I got to thinking about it more and more, and I'm like, this is fucking weird. It's like an X-Files case. It, it does remind me of an X-Files Dude, case. Dude, it's so weird. And the more you look into it, the weirder it gets. So, the toxic lady. Her real name was Gloria Ramirez. R.I.P. Gloria. Yep, sorry about you. But uh, at 8.15 on February 19, 1994, in Riverside, California, there was a young woman who was rushed into the hospital. She was awake, but barely responded to the paramedics' questions. Her heart was beating so fast that it couldn't fill itself properly with blood, in which her blood pressure was plummeting. Maureen Welch, who was assisting in the trauma room that night, said that the only thing that was odd was the woman's age, stating that these symptoms are more seen in elderly people. The medical staff began to give aid to Gloria following standard protocol. I guess they used uh, Valium, Versed, and Atvin to sedate her and lidocaine and Britlium to help with her heartbeat. They also began to give her forced air. She was responding poorly to treatments when they decided to use a defibrillator. When they tore off her shirt to place the paddles on her chest, they noticed an oily sheen and noticed a fruity, garlicky odor coming from her mouth. Which, that all sounds absolutely bizarre. It was weird. It was like she put some type of uh, marinade over herself. Um, There was a nurse named Susan Kane. She began to draw blood from Gloria's arm. As she did, things took a very X-Files turn. While filling the syringe, Susan noticed a chemical smell which wouldn't be surprising considering Gloria had cervical cancer. One would think she was on a type of chemotherapy. Welch leaned in and smelled the syringe and noticed it smelled like ammonia. Another nurse noticed manila-colored particles floating in the blood, which which was also seen by the doctor in the room that night. So you had multiple people seeing and smelling... This phenomenon. The first thing that stood out to me, I'm gonna stop you there. Since Go we for were it. Talking about it, they said she had garlic, garlic smelling coming from her breath. Yeah. First thing I thought, I just immediately googled poison and garlic breath, and arsenic pops up. Dope. So I wonder if there was toxicology tests. Like, was she poisoned? Why was she rushed to the emergency? Like, what was the precursor to her going to the emergency room? That's a good Did question. Did she just not feel good? Or did someone find her passed out? Or? That's a good question. So, One that I don't currently have the answer for. I couldn't find much of it either. But when I, th- when I saw garlic breath, I'm like, man, what causes garlic breath? Well, garlic bread and arsenic. That's fucking weird that arsenic causes garlic breath. It is fucking weird. <laughs> so if you're going to poison someone with arsenic, make sure to put it in their garlic bread. Right. Makes sense. Ding. <laughs> and just like that. We are arrested. <laughs> yep. Going to jail. All right. Uh, then one by one, the nurses who had smelled the syringe began 
being wheeled out of the emergency room. They began to pass out. One nurse said her face was burning. Others began to feel queasy and lightheaded. Then the rest of the staff began to feel, feel ill. So the doctor ordered the staff to evacuate all emergency room patients to the parking lots outside. Only a few people remained to try and save Gloria's life. But at 8.50, 8.50, she was pronounced dead. I mean, doesn't that tell you if, if the doctor is that concerned and he evacuates an entire emergency room to be pushed out into the fucking parking lot? Yeah, that's weird. Like, that tells me that something is going on. This isn't a bullshit case. That is weird. What did they... What do they say that the injection smelled like? The blood being drawn smelled like ammonia. ammonia. Huh. And it looked like there was little particles in the blood. Weird. Like that. Literally, I can see Mulder and Scully examining this exact thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like there might, so there might even weird. be an episode that's similar to this. It wouldn't surprise me. I haven't seen the two hundred episodes in quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 23 out of the 37 nurses experienced at least one symptom that night. 23 of them? 23. I didn't realize it was that big of a deal. Yep. A nurse, Balderas, endured bouts of apnea during a 10-day hospitalization. Gorchnitsky, <laughs> I can't say your name, I apologize. Nailed it. Spent two weeks in intensive care. She had apnea hepatitis, pancreatitis, and abyssal necrosis, which is a condition where the bone tissue is starved of blood and begins to die. What? So there you have that going for you, dear. So what in the hell? around 11 p.m., so it would have been, what, two hours later, a hazmat team was called in. They showed up and started looking to see what could have created this situation. They searched for all types of chemicals from hydrogen sulfide, known as sewer gas, and phosphane. With no chemicals found, because they thought those two would be the primary uh, targets there. They'd be like common things that you encounter. Right, yeah. And uh, so they, you know, they, they went in, scouted, couldn't find nothing. They found no chemicals. They then had the not-so-fun task of performing an autopsy, in which case they took no chances and put on full suits in a sealed room. About 90 minutes later, they emerged with samples and the body in an aluminum crate. So once again, there is another tail sign that says something is fucking going on, right? Because you don't... I mean, I wouldn't imagine that you just normally put people in aluminum crates and take them away. No, not at all. I mean, it's it's totally, it's fucking weird. It's totally like it's it's totally like an X Files episode. Absolutely. So you get this woman who comes in sick. They're like, oh shit, we gotta save this woman. Her her vitals aren't aren't what a young woman should be. They start working on her. People start passing out, loss of consciousness, shortness of breath, muscle spasms and shit. And they're like, oh well, this probably isn't good. So they move everybody outside. Woman codes dies and they bring a hazmat team in that puts her in a crate right and i mean like i could imagine being that doctor there and my initial gut reaction is that none of this is being caused by this woman 
there's something going on in the building in the room that is causing all my nurses and staff to become ill. Like, uh, like basically for lack of examples, like carbon monoxide being in the room and or carbon dioxide, whatever the fuck. And people started passing out and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? There's, there's no part of me that would be like, Oh, it's this woman's fault. We got to get her the fuck out of here because she's making everybody pass out. Doesn't make sense to me. The coroner's office had no idea what the fuck was going on. So they decided to reach out and ask for help. They went to an outfit called forensic science center, which sounds fake. They were involved. <laughs> sounds like I named it. <laughs> <laughs> now, apparently this place was involved in nuclear arms build, build up that started after world war two. Yeah. So, I mean, it just keeps getting worse, right? Um, they received the samples that were taken and began to work on them. Brian Anderson, the center's director, tried to find noxious gas in the headspace of the samples, but found nothing at all. Hey, Hollow Cult, the weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season, and the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Anderson then decided to use a mass spectrometer when he did this, he found the typical chemicals, but then noticed a few things out of the normal. He found an unidentified amine, a derivative of ammonia, which most likely was the ammonia smell the nurses experienced. Another find was nictoamine. I can't say that fucking word. These words suck. It's B vitamin, crucial to human health, but it's also mixed into illegal drugs like meth. So... Well, was Gloria a meth head? <laughs> Time will tell. <laughs> and there was a third chemical that was found called dimethyl sulfone, manufactured as an industrial solvent and yet sometimes produced naturally in our bodies from amino acids that can contain sulfur. But most healthy people never have measurable amounts in their system. Gloria, on the other hand, had an unusually high amount in her system. 
So. They said it was so bad that it caused her appearance to look like greasy. Like she had a film on her body. Is what That's I'm so thinking. weird. It is weird. And it says that that dimethyl sulfoxide, it's a powerful degreaser and sometimes used as a home remedy for pain. Yep. Users of the substance report that it has a garlic-like taste, which is the smell they got from her breath. Right. Sold in gel form at hardware stores, it could also explain the greasy appearance on her body. Yep. Because I guess basically there was an old tale that it, you could use this like help with the pain. And that's what she was, in theory, using it for was to help with the pain from the cervical cancer and shit like that. But at the end of the day, basically what the Forensic Science Center found was jack shit. They said Gloria died from cardiac dysrhythmia triggered by kidney failure stemming from cervical cancer. So they had no explanation to the ammonia smell in the blood the particles in the blood, the people passing out. They, they have no explanation to any of it. Um, the county health department then sent out a questionnaire to the hospital staff. They found that people who had developed severe symptoms such as loss of consciousness, shortness of breath, and muscle spasms tended to have certain things in common. Perhaps unsurprisingly, people who had worked within two feet of Ramirez and had handled her intravenous lines had been at high risk. But other factors that correlated with severe symptoms didn't seem to match a scenario in which fumes had been released. The survey found that those afflicted tended to be women rather than men, as well as people who had skipped dinner that evening rather than those who had a full stomach. What? Yeah. So when they say when they say there was more women tended to be women rather than men that makes me wonder because the nursing field is predominantly women correct so let's say there were of the 23 people infected if 21 of them were women that would make sense because there would be to like like right. you're gonna have more women than men if they're just going by that or did they do like did they take their percentages of the men in the room and how many of them got sick and the women in the room and how many of them got sick? I don't know. That's a good, you know good question, I mean? though. Yeah, it absolutely makes sense. And so they basically got rid of the the scenario where gas was released into the room by something other than her. Yeah. Like the fume, the fume scenario. That's the way it seems, yes. And it affected people with f- f- no food in their stomach more than people with food in their stomach. Yep. It is crazy. What? So those findings coupled with the autopsy results and the hazmat analysis and unremarkable blood test results from the stricken hospital staff led to an official report that the health department released on September 2nd. The conclusion, the hospital staff most likely experienced an outbreak of mass hysteria, perhaps triggered by an odor. In other words, they've been felled by stress and anxiety. In support of this mass hysteria theory, Osro and Waller cited the lack of evidence for a poison and the fact that women were more likely to suffer severe symptoms, both hallmark signs of mass hysteria. In addition, they pointed out neither paramedic who had treated Ramirez in the ambulance became ill, despite the close quarters and their having touched her skin and some of her blood after starting intravenous line. However, 
Osiro and Waller did not rule out the possibility that some substance poisoned emergency room staff who had worked directly over Ramirez. So they're saying it's mass hysteria, but it's probably poison. I guess. They're not ruling anything out. Mass hysteria for seasoned nurses who I'm assuming are probably in the ER since she was rushed to the hospital. Right. That's probably see fucked up car accidents, uh, gunshot wounds, you know, terrible, terrible shit on a daily basis. But this woman comes in and smells like garlic and now they're all freaking the fuck out. <laughs> that does not. And, and to note, the, the fucking doctor witnessed this shit too. You know, he witnessed the, the particles in the blood and the smell. And yeah. I don't think he became ill, but nevertheless, you know, he was there. And fuck, if, if I would have start, started seeing my nursing staff go down, that would have scared me more than the situation. I'd yeah. be like, what the fuck is going on here? That would have gave me hysteria. Yeah. And, dude, I don't even know. It is so fucking weird. It's a strange case, man. It's so weird. And, and then they, they went back on some of this shit, like the chemicals. Um, apparently the, the dimethyl sulfone was misidentified and it was really dimethyl sulfoxide, which is a heavy duty degreaser, which you yeah, pointed out. I brought that up. So the, I, there's misidentified chemicals now and the official, official report dropped, but Gloria's family didn't buy into this report, which I don't fucking blame them. Now, this is where shit gets even fucking stranger. So, Gloria's family didn't buy into it, so they ordered another autopsy. And it was done by a Dr. Richard Fukumoto. But, it had been weeks since Gloria's actual death. Not to mention, as luck would fucking have it, her body was kept in a faulty refrigeration unit. Uh, of course. So, it was too decomposed to do much of anything with. There was another thing that was rather strange. Her her heart was missing. Yeah, when he did the autopsy, her heart was missing. For those of you that didn't hear that, I just threw my hands up like, what in the hell? Uh-huh, yep. It was silent, but I did it. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> um, And... As luck would have it, the vials of blood that were taken are now missing as well. Dude, that is some that is some CIA covert bullshit. I'm right. How does a how does the body A get stored into a faulty refrigeration unit? Oops. So okay, let's just pretend that that happens. You know, you you load it in there. You don't realize the it. power goes out or something. Well, well, I mean, blows a breaker. Equipment and shit break all the time, right? So you stick her in there; it's working fine. A couple of days later, they're like, "Oh shit!" Well, they want another autopsy. Let's go back and grab her. Fuck, the refrigerator broke. God damn it. Okay, I can buy that. But then Richard Fukumoto does an autopsy, and her heart's gone. Okay, this is a little strange. Somebody didn't put it back after the first autopsy. The the cards are starting to get a little weird here. I don't know anything about the process in which you 
give a person an autopsy. But I would imagine that you don't just lose a heart. No, and it's weird that that was the main thing she was originally originally brought in for. And that's what they determined killed her. That's what they determined killed her. Now that's gone, so you can't check up on that. That's right. It's like they're just covering their bases. Right. Like, oh, she died. She died of heart arrhythmia from the Kennedy or Kennedy failure. I'm still on the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> Kidney failure. But now you can't check. Right. To see because her heart's gone. Right. But for me, and I didn't even think about it that way. But for me, the smoking gun is the blood samples are gone because. Out of everything, how do you, yeah, yeah, you would. I mean, I've had my blood drawn. I've had it drawn. I know they take several vials of blood, but the fact that it smelled like ammonia and had particles floating in it that didn't seem strange or didn't seem normal to a like Steve said, a seasoned hospital staff is fucking weird. Because I mean, this you know. You those people see that stuff every day, blood being drawn. Especially your ER nurses. I mean, I hats off to you guys for that job. I couldn't fucking do it. But once you get accustomed to the job, you know you know what's there, right? I mean, you you know what things should and shouldn't look like. And the nurses noted that there's something strange about this blood. Even the doctor's seen it. So for me, that's the smoking gun. That those samples of blood had something in it that nobody was there, you know, nobody was supposed to get their hands on. And the 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 case itself is actually filed as explained. You know, that this is the official report, this is what happened. Yeah, kidney failure, see ya. But there's tons of people out there that argue the fact. You know, there were some people that were saying that the ammonia smell could have been a mixture of all the chemicals in her body from like the pain medicine they were giving her the sedatives. And then it had something to do with hitting them with the defibrillator and blah, 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 yeah, blah, I read blah. That too. I was going to go through that because it, they, I don't know enough about what's the word I'm looking for? like tox, doctor shit, toxicology and stuff to how all this shit reacts. Yeah. It's explained pretty good on Wikipedia, but then again, it's Wikipedia. So you don't fucking know. Right. It said oxygen admitted, administered by the paramedics would have combined with the DMSO, which is the dimethyl sulfoxide to form dimethyl sulfone. Dimethyl sulfone is known to crystallize at room temperature. The crystals could have been what was observed when her dr- blood was drawn. Electric shock administered during emergency defibr- defibrillation could have converted the dimethyl sulfone, DS- DMSO2, into dimethyl sulfate, DMSO4, which is highly toxic dimethyl ester of sulfuric acid. Exposure to which of could have caused some of the reported symptoms that plagued the emergency room staff. Why is her heart missing again? Yeah. I also read, speaking of that, <laughs> speaking of the second autopsy, that her organs that were that did remain were cross-contaminated with fecal matter. What? Yeah. 
I didn't like, even fuck read that. Like somebody, somebody went just in took there. a shit in her chest. <laughs> like somebody went in there and they're like, "We gotta fuck this shit up as much as possible, especially if they're coming back to look what at it." What the fuck? So, like, what are the chances? If you go back to the toxology thing, where all this shit mixes at room temperature and they give her oxygen and it sets this off, and then this does this, and then the defibrillation sets this off. What are the chances that all those coincidences just click in line, right, perfectly, perfectly to make it? Damn near everyone in that emergency room sick. I call a pretty fucking slim chance. It's so... I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm with you. Like, I don't even know what the fuck to say about this. Aside from everything that I just said. I really don't know. Because to my knowledge, I'm... I'll, I'll look, I'll try, but to my knowledge, there's no other cases like this that have been brought to light anyways. That made, it's, yeah. You know. What it, makes a person toxic? Dude, Not I Not emotionally know. toxic, but. Britney Spears. Actually toxic. Well, and there's a song Maybe that's the song. Maybe that song is about this. We just didn't know. Well, it probably isn't. Well, there's but. another mystery solved, everyone. <laughs> Chalk it up. Got it. But it's your heart out, Sherlock Holmes. I mean, like I don't even know. I couldn't. I couldn't even spitball ideas as to what this could have been. No, could have been some type of failed experiment, or I, a, not a failed experiment. Maybe it was successful. I don't fucking know. The thing. The thing is, like. If it was this bizarre, the human body's fucking weird. Absolutely, right? absolutely. And the way we react to things is fucking weird. I I had something happen to me ten years ago, where all this weird shit started happening to me. Like and they stuck you in a closet. Yeah, actually, I developed all these <laughs> weird target rashes all over my body. Um, it felt like my hands were dipped in fiberglass and they swelled up really bad. I got this. My left foot started swelling. I think it was my left foot. I can't remember. And then it turned like purple one day. So that, it'll scratch all that. Restart. Went out in the woods. Thought I had poison ivy. Went to the ER. Got some medicine for the poison ivy. Went home. The next day, or that night, my foot started swelling up. My left foot. Didn't think anything of it. Went to work the next day. Foot was feeling weird. Took off my boot. My foot's turning purple. Okay, that's not right. Continue to work, continue to work. I was just going to check it out at the end of the day. About that time, I start developing these big red targets all over my body. I'm like, all right, that sucks. Uh, probably should go to the doctor. Going to wait it out one more day. Then it feels like my hands are dipped in fiberglass, and they got these weird, like, painful nodules in them. They swell up super huge. I'm like, all right, got Shrek hands. That's cool. Probably go to the doctor. <laughs> So I turn around to go to the ER. By the time I get there, not only is all that shit going on, but specific colors in my tattoos are starting to blister and pop. Fuck. Fucking weird, right? So I go into the ER and I'm like, I'm back. They're like, your poison ivy get worse? I'm like, no, but all this other weird shit's happening. Like my foot's purple and I got all these targets and my tattoos are blistering. They're like, okay, come with us. And they put me in a janitor's closet. And I'm Hell like, yeah. okay, that's cool. And they're like, strip down your boxers, dog. I'm like, okay, this is uncomfortable. And then they come in and 
like they're taking pictures and shit and they're taking my blood and they're testing me for all this shit like lymphoma and leukemia and like all like all these big nasty names you hear yeah and i'm like this isn't good at all no i'm dying so they're in a janitor's yeah closet. my mom calls me she's like how's the poison ivy i'm like well speaking of which i'm actually not doing that great <laughs> well everything comes back negative and it, like internally i'm not showing any signs of being contagious because i think that's what they first thought like man this is probably something fucked up we need to get them away from everybody else it was I'm covid running, before covid yeah i'm not running a fever Nothing's showing up. So they're like, go home until we can get you into this specialist to get a biopsy done and see what the fuck's going on. So, and they're like, just try not to be around anybody. I'm like, okay, dope. So what am I supposed to tell my job again? So I go home and then, so I'm just sitting there. I'm like, all right, this kind of sucks, but I'm feeling better. Then all the skin starts to peel off my hands. The fuck? Like I could peel my finger skin off like a snake, and that's just what I did for like two days. Just peeled my hand skin off. So I go get my <laughs> biopsy done, and it comes back, and they're like, "It didn't really show anything. Just some some sort of reaction to something." I'm like, "Well, that doesn't help." They're like, "It could be anything, like a reaction to stress." And I'm like, "Do you know my life? Every time I get stressed out, my foot's gonna turn purple, my hand skin's gonna fall off, my tattoos are gonna blister." It's going to be a long, long road. But Touché. that was where they left it. Don't know what caused it. Don't know what set it off. Don't know why it happened. Don't know where it went. That's it. All I got left is a biopsy scar. You were That's probably it. part two of the toxic lady. I probably was. I mean, it's probably what makes the most sense at this point. Yeah. That's That's the only thing we could go by. But I like where, where that tangent went was that the human body is fucking weird. It's definitely weird. I will give you that. I, it's it's far too complex for me to even sit here and pretend that I know what's going on because I don't. No, I don't know shit. But I definitely don't believe that this case and the things that the nurse staff experienced was a part of mass hysteria. No, fuck no. I'm I feel not like buy that. I feel like that does a disservice and it's like a slap in the face to all those nurses right. and doctors that were working on that woman. Absolutely. To say, Oh, you just started freaking out. Oh, yeah, shut the fuck up. Yep, you're all fired. <laughs> it's freaking ignorant. I don't know if they fired him or not. Probably not. But <laughs> probably not. <laughs> but I mean it, like you said, it it is a slap in the face. It it discredits them in every way. Yeah. And you know, it makes it sound like a bunch of noobs. People that were sitting there trying to save this woman, and they're like, you guys are just freaked out. Yeah. Shame on you. And the fact, like you said, the fact that her body was so mishandled after the first autopsy. come on. That is is red flag number one in some cover-up bullshit. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about it, people. If, If that was your loved one, being stored somewhere and they're like oh hey uh i i regret to inform you we fucked up so oops your loved one's body has just basically been decomposing in this crate uh and it's, my and it's got shit on it and the yeah. heart's gone yeah the heart's gone and the blood's gone the blood's gone somebody did take a shit in her chest <laughs> but i mean we're sorry yeah, just, you know what, don't even worry about doing another autopsy. Yeah. Just take our word for it. Right. How 
fucking pissed yeah. would you be? There'd be some shits taken. Oh, Probably my on the Lord. doorstep of that coroner's office. I could not imagine. <laughs> I could not imagine someone giving me that fucking explanation. Yeah, that's crazy. Being like, oh, you know, it's just, it's whatever. It's sorry. I'd be like, literally, you, you, someone took a shit in her chest. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I Come just, I've on. got, I've got nothing from there. I don't I'm going to label this under the unexplained Steve file because I don't even have, I can't even begin to fathom a scenario where this would take place. Like I said, I don't know if, if all these, all these coincidences happen to cause her to be quote unquote toxic. I feel like that is a very big coincidence, but I'm not, I'm not ruling it out. Right. Shit can happen. But the mishandling of the autopsy, like, come on, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the, aside from the, when it's all said and done, for me, forever with this case, the blood samples are going to be my smoking gun. But you throw the blood sample away, and the the big smoking guns for me are the the nursing staff. Yeah, because some of them got exceptionally sick. Yeah, like some of them developed hepatitis and shit like that. Like that's. Those are big time issues. Yeah, and you don't get that from just standing in a fucking room. No, one of the women was in one of the women was in intensive care for two weeks right. because she couldn't even breathe. It was hysteria, though. She yeah, got she got scared because she smelled garlic. It's crazy. But as I was gonna say, um, any of our uh, medical staff that's working out that's listening. Uh, first off, big thanks. Thanks for Absolutely. doing everything that you do, especially in the time that we're living in right now. That is the least job I'd ever want. Fuck yeah. But look, if you have time, if you're sitting there and you want to take a break from everything that's going on and look into something different, check out the case of Gloria Ramirez. Read through uh, all this toxicology shit that we don't know about because yeah, you you're way probably, ahead of us on that. You could probably pronounce the words. That's yeah. more than we can do, literally. And give us give us some feedback on what you think, if you've ever heard anything even remotely close to this, what you think could have happened, if any of this toxicology shit makes sense to you, because we're way out of our wheelhouse here, but we just wanted to share yeah. the story with you guys. That just gave me another idea. Kyle's got an idea. I got an idea, guys. This is on you, though. So Kyle has an idea for you. Once again, to all of our nursing staff out there, if you've ever experienced something fucked up like this, heard the mishandling of the body after all this mm, fucking strange that, that shit went, happened. That went a different direction, I thought. Maybe you should give us a call. Yeah, send us Because I would be pretty excited to hear about this. I was going to bust it wide open. I am going to bust <laughs> it open. <laughs> so, yeah, if you have any idea on this, please shout out to us. Yeah, and don't make because fun of me for my reading ability on these. Those are some big words. Big words. I'm sorry, but you smart people out there need to stop doing this shit with all these big words. Us common folk, we don't know nothing about those big words. Yeah, dimethyl sulfoxide. Come Why on, just call it big degreaser. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that. <laughs> So I'm just labeling, like, for me, I'm going to throw my my uh, vote in the hat is unexplained X-Files Shit. craziness. I'm saying it was a cover-up of something. 
But what? Like, what are they covering up is my question. I don't know, dude. Maybe she worked. Maybe she worked in something. Maybe she stumbled somewhere she wasn't supposed to be. Uh, maybe she was a fucking unknown test subject. Maybe, maybe through all these fucking cancer treatments that she was getting, they were really pumping her full of shit that she had no idea. I bet it was Bill Gates, and he was giving her some vaccines. Jesus Christ. I didn't mean that. Anyway, back to where we need to be. Check us out at all our social medias. Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, come over and hang out with us. And if you have please anything weird to say, just come over and say it. It'll be cool. We'll hang out. It'll be fun. So until then, thank you for all your support. We love you guys. Absolutely. You make everything we do worthwhile. Um, all of our nurses out there, stay safe. Everybody else, stay safe. And if you come across somebody that smells like garlic, run. Yeah, because nothing good comes of that unless they have garlic bread. And we're out.